Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Varun Mehta, the CEO of Factor, an organization focused on performing complex legal work at scale. Hi, Varun. How are you? Hey, Ari. It's uh, always great to talk to you. I feel lucky to do so. We spoke about a year ago. How has Factor evolved since you joined as CEO? We're really excited that we recently celebrated our first birthday as an independent organization here at Factor. I always say it's a little weird because we're a 10-year-old business, but independently, we've only been around one year since we spun out of Axiom. It was a memorable year indeed. Well, obviously, there were a number of challenges while moving to remote. We still ended up bringing on almost 200 new factorians to the organization, working hand-in-hand with a number of our clients to solve their biggest problems. And a lot of that was helping global pharmaceutical companies in their efforts to react to pandemic-related issues by helping them negotiate contracts, accelerate the R&D processes, help connect global supply chains. We did quite a bit on building our foundations. So we raised probably one of the largest financial rounds in the legal services and legal tech market from Carrick Capital, who was already an investor. And then obviously investing in our organization to grow. We want to build something special, something that we don't think exists in the market. That goes with things like hiring great people, adding new board members like Carol Lindstrom, former vice chair of Deloitte to our mix partnering with great firms like Allen and Overy and working with some of the most important clients in the world. Strangely, it's hard to say it. It was still a successful first year despite the pandemic. Well, let's talk about that. How has the pandemic shaped your tenure? I'm still a first-time CEO. I'm uh, one year into it. Lots of learnings. There's a few big themes that I have anchored around to help me, whether it's make decisions, learn, or help us focus. The first is people above all. Ultimately, I've always been guided by a North Star that for us to build a great company, for us to solve the most important problems for our customers, it all starts by building the best culture. We are anchored on building the best culture in the industry. The second is finding the personal and the professional. A lot of times, especially when we're all working at home, those lines get quite blurred between personal and professional. We have to think about what makes us authentically ourselves and how we bring that to work every day. That will make work more enjoyable and that'll make time off from work more enjoyable as well. The last thing that we really focused on, more outcomes and less hype. My second gig out of college was focused on marketing. So much of it is focused on press releases and getting information out to the market. But what we've really been focused on is doing great work. We've seen that happen in the legal industry for a long time. When great work gets done, people hear about it. And that's really our focus. More outcomes, less hype. What new challenges are you helping your clients solve? Our customers usually are the Fortune 500 or the FTSE 100. Before firms like Factor came along, I think clients had to choose among this notion of high-end, high-cost advice from traditional law firms. They had to choose from some of this great new technology that's hitting the market. But many of the general counsel of the market didn't really have technology capabilities or competencies or expertise, or they were focused on how do we get the cheapest option with like legal offshoring and outsourcing on more vanilla commoditized type work. As you look at that market and the latest Thomson Reuters study on the LSP market shows it at something like 10 to $11 billion. 
My guess is that 80% of that's probably still in the e-discovery document review space. And when we start looking at the broader market, which is, I think the last McKinsey report I said is around 900 billion, we're barely making a dent in that market. And the reason why is because the wallet share in the market is still going to big law firms. Profits are up 23% in the last year. When we think about that world, it's because that the work is still complex. It's not stuff that you can just fully playbook, fully automate, fully offshore. So what we're really focused on is removing that forced compromise. How do we bring together great lawyering with a touch of process and embedded technology to deliver a result? So how does that manifest itself? Customers are coming to us to help take over large-scale contracting functions help with large-scale transactions and managing those transactions, help with managing all their legal entities across the world. In an increased regulatory environment, in an increased complex environment for multinational businesses, what we are helping to do is bring the execution engine to law, but do it with great lawyering and great culture. That's kind of what we're really focused on. We're really excited about trying to solve some of these problems with our partners. How would you characterize the competitive landscape in managed services today? First of all, there's a lot of momentum, which is really exciting. Obviously, we're seeing the big four enter the market, which I think is great. We obviously have these legacy players that have kind of operated in that $11 billion pool. And then obviously, we have great technology providers that are looking for new and better use cases to apply the tools that they've been building. As we look at that, we definitely think that there's going to be a huge upswing of work in legal managed services in the market in the coming years. We think that rising tides lift all boats. As we look at that competitive landscape or that overall landscape, that differentiation is going to be really important. Our view of the market really is we can't be and won't be all things to all people. When SCAD and ARPS originally started, they were very specialized and focused. That is an important model to follow. So we're really focused on solving the most complex problems, focus on the high-end parts of the legal scale, but areas that still are execution versus advisory. But we definitely think the market's beginning to grow. It's beginning to mature and buyers are more interested in different ways to tackle age-old legal problems. What opportunities and challenges have you seen in this distributed workplace? As an organization, we always operated across a variety of different global centers and offices. We have large centers of excellence in Wroclaw in Poland and Belfast in Northern Ireland and Chicago with offices in places like Raleigh in New York and London. As we think about distributed workspace, there's a few things. First, we have to remember that the people that work for us are also people at the end of the day. Before they would go home to families and there was a divide almost, there was the professional and the personal. But we know now and we see it. We have parents, we have sisters, brothers, sons, daughters. We have people that are adjusting to this new norm. And oftentimes we want to make sure we're supporting them in whatever way possible. Empathy is very important. As leaders, we need to ensure that we're providing that empathy for our people, giving them the room to do what they need to do. Because almost all of the people I talk to would much rather be trying to work because they do get livelihood from work than just doing some of the other things, but it's about balance. The other thing is from an opportunity perspective, the fact that everyone has these devices around them, they're able to connect It is really nice that we've had very consistent, regular touch points with our teams. 
We've had virtual town halls and what we call huddles. And what that's done for us is given us an ability to build excitement and belief in the opportunity ahead for the market. So there is that opportunity there to connect with our people more regularly. I talk to people in my organization much more. I have open door policy. Um, people want to talk about something, have an idea. They're able to come approach me or any of members of my leadership team. Those opportunities are much greater because you're cutting out some of the number of hours I would spend on an airplane. And I can give that back in some way or form to the company and to people and hearing from them. Distributed workforces are interesting. We still think that we're not going to be one of these organizations that's going to be completely and 100% virtual. This is going to be a hybrid environment. Offices will be important, but the purpose of bringing people together in an office of some sort is going to evolve and change in the future. We're looking at distributed workforces. We're looking at how we find the best people and connect them into our broader remit and invest in people more. As we think about the future of the workplace, it's really moving to outcomes. It's really moving to providing empathy to our people. Then when we do bring our people together, an office is not a parking lot for us to come do work. It's really an opportunity to bring people together in a more meaningful way. Which pandemic-induced developments do you expect to become permanent? There will continue to be more adoption of technology and innovation work practices. When I joined Factor, the biggest concern I had when I was joining was, are GCs and companies really ready or want to make a change today? We've been hearing about transformation of the legal market for decades now. Why now? This environment has helped put that into perspective and focus. It's put a focus on how can we use technology? How can we use distributed workforces? How can we use new innovative practices to make the outcome better for our customer and even reduce some of the workload off of our plates? In addition, we imagine that there is going to be a recalibration of collaboration too. How do law firms come together with new law providers, with corporate legal departments, with legal technology groups? Then when they collaborate, how do we make the in-person meetings and sessions more valuable? We've all been to all these different industry trade shows and events. The most valuable part is just meeting people and having more intimate discussions with them. How do we create that environment and less talking at people and more talking with people? Leaders are no longer just focused on hitting financial goals and targets or reporting to the board. The role of a leader in the 21st century is making sure that we're providing empathy for our people, understanding the communities we operate in and the challenges that are happening in those communities, not just financial challenges, but social challenges. Leaders are going to have to play a role in areas and issues like ESG. Leaders are going to have to play a role in racial injustice. Leaders are going to have to play a role in addressing inequality. That's because, myself included, we want to find purpose in our work that's not just about the work we do today, but already it's anchored around the work we can do to change our communities for the better. And not just for ourselves, not just for our clients, but for everyone in our community. There was an awareness that came out of the COVID environments where leaders were asked to step up. It was strange for me because it was the first time I was doing it. So there was a lot of new learning. But I'm really excited to see a new brand of leadership across the companies and organizations. That's going to feel a little new in the legal industry, especially with law firm leaders who probably haven't had to play such a role in the past. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Varun Mehta, the CEO of Factor. 
an organization focused on performing complex legal work at scale. Varun, thanks so very much. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.